Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. What's going on, world? It's your boy P. Cuff from the Brain Surfing Podcast, and I'm here with another episode. Now, I don't have a, um, a main topic today. Then again, I kind of sort of do. My mind's a little bit everywhere, but um, one of the things brought to my attention this morning was something I feel I can talk about without much, uh, without much paperwork or anything like that. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about um, the importance of having a father figure in your kid's life. Uh, some people hear that and feel like it got to be a man that you're dating, a man you have a sexual relationship with, or ex boyfriend, ex husband, whatever it may be. But in reality, it's that's not what it has to be. Now, the reason why this topic is, you know, I guess you could say dear to my heart, close to my heart, however you want to word it, is because just me growing up, you know, um, like I was I was put into a a school for bad kids. You know what I'm saying? And uh my mom ended up getting married and uh my stepdad, the guy who ended up being my stepdad is the one that ended up, you know, for lack of better words, he got me out of that that school. In multiple ways, which at the time I didn't realize what he was doing, but as I became an adult, I look back at it like, yo, like, like that's that's how I got out that stuff. Like, Walter put me on. Like, he helped me a lot with that. You know, um, if it wasn't for him, I'm not sure that I would have got out that situation. At the time, I definitely wouldn't have gotten out of the situation at the time, and probably no time soon after that either. You know what I mean? Like, he was the first person in my life that I knew was something other than, you know, kind of kind of glued to the streets. You know what I'm saying? He had his past, whatever, but he ended up turning his life around with the college, and he was the first example I've ever seen of that, like, in person, and it, it let me know, like, oh, shit, well, you can be something else. I didn't always just see the typical shit that people assume we do, you know, in the inner cities, in the hood, or however you want to phrase it. Now... Growing up, you know, me, my two sisters, my brother, and then uh, my cousin early on moved in with us when my auntie passed away. Um, my mom took her on. Uh, there was there was some division in the house, you know? Like, me and one of my siblings had the same mom and dad. So it was kind of like we were like team us and they were like team them. And then my little cousin, not having uh, mom or dad really there, was kind of by herself. And me with my personality, you know, I, I noticed that even as a kid and kind of semi looked after her, kind of semi like let her know she wasn't alone. Because there were times where I also felt kind of alone, you know what I mean, for for whatever reason. Um, my stepdad used to do a lot of things where like we weren't a tight knit family. So basically everything he did was to bring us together. 
you know. And at the time, we didn't notice these things. I'm not sure if my, my siblings, of all my siblings notice it now, I would assume so. Uh, me and my brother had a conversation before, so I know he he agreed, at least for the most part, about what I'm saying. Um, yeah, he came around. He did a lot of things. Like, we had we had camping trips. We would go on every Father's Day weekend. It was camping trips, you know. Um, and and that was something different. Like, once again, like I say, he came into our lives and showed me something different than I was used to seeing, you know. Uh, he took us on camping trips, and to this day, I haven't done it in forever, but camping is something that I'm always willing to do because he introduced me to that. But there's so many people around my age group that's from where I'm from who look at camping like, oh, no, I'm cool because they've never really experienced it. And the way they view it is so much different because they never experienced it, you know? Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. So if you've been camping before, you have a, a you've seen it in person. So your view of it, your perception of it, it, it is very logical. You know, it makes sense because you've been there. You're hands on. You've done that before. You know, if you've never been camping, then you probably think about like wild animals, all the bugs everywhere, the, the, the campfire smoke going on in your face. And you probably think about the negative stuff because you don't know about the positive because you haven't actually been there fishing or been, been in the canoe where there's no music, no nothing, just you, two, three other people. And all you hear is the water, uh, fish jumping in and out in the conversations you have. You know what I'm saying? You haven't experienced that, so you don't know the good when it comes when it comes to uh camping. So yeah, the importance of having a male uh, a male figure like that was my stepdad. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a boyfriend, girlfriend, but have a have to be a boyfriend, fiance, or husband though, because um I look at it like as men, you know, and I, I don't like making everything a race thing, but you know, even more as black men, we know the situation that a lot of black women are put into, you know. Uh, no blame going nowhere. The situation is what it is. And I could touch that a lot deeper on another podcast, but that's not for today. Um, yeah, like we know, you know, how how important, how how much we would have love for our dad to be more in our lives. And this isn't coming from my perspective because I had my my stepdad in my life and my, my uh, biological father, um, he was in my life also. I kind of feel like, you know, I mean, he was, they were so different and I appreciate them both, but they were so different. And my, 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 uh, biological father was kind of in and out, you know, probably more there than not, but he was kind of in and out though. And he just had a whole different view than my stepdad did. And I kind of latched on more to how my stepdad viewed things than my real dad. But yeah, um, that father figure as, as black men, when we see kids out and about, just when you, if you see any opportunity where you can give them a little gang or tell them about something they're doing, the way they're moving, that's wrong. I feel you take the opportunity every chance you can get. It's no different than when I used to work at uh, a store and these uh, three, about two, three, four black kids came in and they came in and when it was we were walking past the register, they asked me where the bathroom was. So I told them and then they started walking towards the bathroom but rolling the blunt as they was walking through the, through the aisles, you know? It's like they couldn't wait until they got to the bathroom to do that. But they did it as they were walking to the bathroom. So when they came out the bathroom, I'm like, hey, hey, look, come here right fast. They came over there. I'm like, hey, is it cool if I tell you something you probably don't want to hear? And they like, what? I'm like, you sh- probably don't care how people view you 
especially people from other races. You know, they have a negative thoughts of us regardless, right? Like, so I get that. So you probably don't care. But me personally, and this is me talking to them, me personally, I feel like we shouldn't go out of our way to highlight any type of stereotypes they might have towards us. Like we should, if we, if you're coming into the store, you finna roll a blunt in the bathroom, you should go in the bathroom, roll a blunt, come back out with the blunt in your pocket, go outside, you smoke, do your thing. But you shouldn't walk to the store rolling it up so everybody see you doing it. And then their thought is, oh, see, these black kids these days. And they kind of look at something negative you did. It's how they view it. Something negative you did and put it on the whole race. I'm not saying that, you know, if you don't do that thing, they might not think that way. But I'm just saying, don't go, don't go out of your way, you know, or be so careless just to give them reasons to have those stereotypes and say those type of things. If anything, when they act crazy like that or, or clutch they purse by you in the elevator, if anything, do something to show them that you're the opposite of what they think. That's more how I look at it, you know. Um, and that's why I told the kids, right? And they actually appreciate it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they came back in a few more times. And each time they came at, hey, bro, we finna go to the bathroom. And like kind of with a smirk on their face. I'm already knowing what they on. But I told them that. They understood where I was coming from. And from that point on, when they would come in and roll up, they was more, you know, conspicuous about the shit. They wasn't so just blatant all rude and just having it out in the open. They were more chill about it, you know? Uh, another example. If I'm if I'm at the uh, at the basketball court and, you know, it's some things that I feel... If I see a kid that's pretty good or a kid that's struggling, either way it go. And, you know, he might need some pointers or whatever. Like... A lot of, look, okay, like, I'm not super tatted up, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of time I play basketball, like, you know, more in the suburb area, so I'm still looked at as, in those areas, like a hood nigga, you know what I'm saying? So, when I approach these kids, and a lot of time their parents be on the sidelines watching and stuff, when I approach these kids at the YMCA and start doing little drills with them and stuff like that and giving them little pointers and stuff, their parents always come to me and they appreciate it so much. Now, I notice when it comes to like the white women, the white people in general, they appreciate it in a whole different way. It's like they be damn near shocked that I stopped doing what I was doing to go help out their kid. Like, damn, this, you know what I'm saying? Is it because I'm a black guy doing it or because I'm a person doing it regardless? I don't know. Either way, I feel like as fathers, as men, these these are things that we should do. And as black men, like I said at the beginning, we should do it even more because we know that these are these are things that these kids, these young boys need, things that we wanted as a, as kids, things that we needed as kids. So when you see when you have your home girl and say just want to fuck on her all the time, you know what I'm saying? You should want to when she has kids, you should instead of just want to fuck her all the time, you should want to if she doesn't have that father figure in her kid's life, especially with her young boys, even the little girls, though, you know, but even the young boys, I, you know, I, I take it a little bit more for whatever reason. Um, you should want to help her out mentally if you can with things like I just named, you know what I'm saying? Pointers as far as, you know, go, man, you can take her sons with your sons and go hoop with them. Or whatever it may be, but just to have that that boy can see a positive male figure in their life. You know what I mean? Now, like, share, comment, the Brain Surgeon Podcast. Thanks for catching these waves. 
even with uh like you know if you're an uncle, you know what I'm saying, with your nephews and stuff like that. When you come around your nephews and stuff, like pay them some attention, you know? Like don't just come around for what you come around for. They got nothing to do with the kids and then be gone. Like pay your nephews attention. Regardless of how good or bad their father is, whether he's great at it or bad at it, either way it go. Let him see those multiple positive male figures in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Um, the stuff, like I said, I didn't have a main topic today. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of uh, switch over a little bit. But the stuff um, that we go through as kids, the stuff we see as kids, it really, really molds us as adults. You know, like I look at how I am in the positive stuff and the negative stuff. You know what I'm saying? And because of how I felt with my with my biological with my mom and my my uh my biological father because of things that I felt with them or things that I felt from them the way I view love was differently and to this day it still affects me you know what I'm saying um when my stepdad and my mom uh had got divorced and finally was done done like I couldn't even focus on school the same way you know I went from having all good grades my grades is going down. And that's because he wasn't in my life no more. It wasn't like... And that's that's more by choice. Let me say that too. Because he was always, to this day, willing to be in my life. Like So it's not... Like, it's not him. It's just me on some antisocial, being my own little box thing. Y'all know how I am, Who people who do know me. Um, but he always been there. He always will be there. He, he's cool as hell. But yeah, when my mom and my stepdad had split up, my focus was just gone. It wasn't like he helped me with everything, but his presence, <coughs> his presence, knowing what kind of man he was, you know, as far as the positive things that I <coughs> hung on to and carried with me, <coughs> knowing those things about him, like, like I say, having that, that different, <coughs> you go outside, you see a bunch of negative stuff. Everybody want to sell drugs. Everybody want to. You know, be some gonna be hard, some gangster thug shit. Then you, I come home to him, and he's big old six three. I mean, two seventy, big old dude. You know, but like, he he never cared how people viewed him. Like he used to wear khakis and a fucking t shirt. Somewhat, I'm kind of going all over the place because my mind is going right now. But when I think about it, there's so many things that my stepdad installed into me. Whether he tried to or not, he 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 had always had good money. He had a good job, everything like that. Nice vehicle. He kept us with a basketball hoop because he know he know we like sports. He used to coach basketball and football because he know we like sports and he loves sports also. Um, his presence, man, it was strong just for me. It, it was it was real strong. You know, he used to wear khakis and a t shirt all the time. I remember my mom uh, would buy him new clothes every once in a while, and every time we kind of you know kind of like. Kind of tease a little bit. Oh, he's looking fresh, you know. Those shoes, whatever. And we would know that whatever he had, it wasn't going to stay looking good for long. Because he was going to wear the shit out of it. And he didn't care. And he might wear some two days in a row. You feel me? Like, he didn't care. And then, like, me as an adult, with all that materialistic shit, I don't care like that. I really don't. I felt a lot of shit that he... And I'm happy he put that into me because... A lot of people be damn near making themselves, they be broke, but still trying to look like they're not broke. And they hurt themselves doing that, you know? Uh, and this public perception means so much to so many people. Be, but because of my stepdad, I really feel because of him. Like, that's where all the ways, a lot of ways that I am come from him. 
he never seemed to care about shit like that. But his money was always straight. He had a career. Like if I compare his life and his lifestyle, and you know, just, just as far as being being on point for life and being a, a straight adult and doing, you know, what should be perceived as the right thing, you know, having a family, taking care of your family and not doing things to risk losing your family or not doing things to risk your family losing you and having to suffer because you're gone. I look at that, you know, I'm saying as a real man, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you come from, from that and you turn it around or you come from that because that's what you always seen, but you still not end up doing it. Like I can really respect you for doing that. Like for going left field when everybody else went right. You went left field. Like I view, I really respect that. And a lot of how I am, I keep saying it, is from how he was. A lot of it. It's crazy. Um So yeah, I feel like every woman, you know, even if you're with a man and you know things don't go right, but he was great with the kids, I feel like any man you date after that has to have an understanding, you know, if you've been with this dude for years, he had to bomb the kid, he done damn near raised him. He has to understand, like, the kid's father isn't in their life. This man that I was with for these three, five, seven years was in their life. This is who they know as a father figure. In regards to who I'm with, he is going to be a father figure. Like, I feel like uh, uh, whatever new guy the woman messes with would have to understand that, you know. If it's somebody can't deal with, then they should go their separate ways and not try to force it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's another topic uh, I do want to touch on also eventually, you know. Just like, why why is it when... You can be with a person for years and you can help them raise their kids and everything. And then once y'all done, a lot of times, like, y'all break up. But the woman with in the relationship between you and the kids also. It's like, you know, my kid's mom, when I got here, got engaged and married, uh, she just, like, she started acting funny. And as time went on, long story short, took my kids to Texas, never came back. Uh, I ain't gonna touch on that too much because that's, yeah, I had to do that. Like, when I get, like, really comfortable more on camera, because that's, like, a real emotional emotional topic, so I can't touch that too much. But, you know, after, even after that, y'all date people with children. I was married. She had three kids. Uh, we are no longer in contact at all. I don't want to be in contact with her, but if so, it would be because I was around the kids for so long, like, I was that male figure, you know what I'm saying? And like I did a lot for them kids. I helped them out a lot like like emotionally, mentally, like I really was there for them. And like, you know what I'm saying? Uh I love kids and all that ties into the topic that I ended up going with today. And uh yeah, man, about 18, 19, 20 minutes in. A lot of it came off the head. I wanted to get on a uh, camera and just get more comfortable. But, um, yeah, man, that was a good little episode. We're going to keep it at that. I want to thank y'all. Uh, I want y'all to send some comments, some likes. Let me know what I could do different, what I could do better. As far as my setting, my table, I'm going to have a whole wood table in front of me, a different chair where I actually get stuff set up. I kind of wanted to more just use my camera, you know, fill out a little bit. 
And uh, never forget, it's cheaper to be yourself. Can't nobody else be you. Peace, love, and blessing to everybody. And uh, we out. Brain surfing. <laughs>